the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is a Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, all the poking, the prodding, the wonder licking is finally and mercifully complete, Lundy. The NFL Draft commences tonight in Cleveland, Ohio, along the shore of Lake Erie. Uh, and it's sure to, to have a lot of drama. Uh, sure to have a lot of pomp and circumstance as well. And again, I just want somebody to slap Roger Goodell's ass. That's what I want when they walk up on the stage. Give me very quickly, if you have one, your favorite NFL draft moment. Do you? I don't know that I have necessarily a favorite one. I mean, to me, unfortunately, one of the ones that is my favorite, just because we now obviously know how the story has sort of played out, was watching Aaron Rodgers just sit there and (laughs) sit there and sit there and sit there and try so hard to keep a positive look on his face. And, you know, now, of course, we know uh, where it has taken him in his career and in all of his commercials and all of those kinds of things. But I always remember just watching him going, my God, when is he going to be drafted? Yeah, a terrible, dreadful, woeful mistake uh, made by several teams as he plummeted that season in the NFL draft. Uh, my favorite moment was when I was still working for Yahoo Sports and Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funson and I, uh, were doing a show in New York City. We were on this fantasy island, and we played up the whole theme. We were wearing tropical shirts and lays around the neck, and you know we had like inflatable palm trees behind us. And I, you know, the Bears of that season, of course, uh, that was the Trubisky draft. And I was screaming and yelling at Mike Hill, who was uh, hosting for us, and Tank Williams, and our various cast of characters, the Bears, not to take Trubisky. Of course, they did. And if you've watched the video, it was not a played up reaction. It was me like in real time, very emotional. I fell to the floor as though like, you know, how Peyton Manning late in his career, the sniper would hit him. The invisible man would you know, strike a bullet to his chest and he would just fall to the ground before the defender would get there. Uh, that was me in that moment and my soul left my body. Uh, and I was just so distraught uh, the rest of the night and so pissed off. And I've oh, never yeah. really recovered ever since. But the Bears did get my boy mandatory Montgomery a couple of years ago. Uh, and that was something that was euphoric for me when he was selected in round three. We'll see what Chicago does tonight. Uh, right now at number 20 overall, will they trade up? Oh, there are whispers. There are rumors that they could investigate sneaking inside the top 10 and maybe securing. I don't know. Justin Fields. Sounds like a swell idea. Actually get it right this time. Ryan Pace. And look, for some, the draft is the most exciting day of the season. For others, it is a chance to build on last year's success. Whether your team uh, is the first pick or the last, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing the excitement to you. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is adding to the thrill of the draft with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets if a quarterback is drafted first overall on Thursday night. Hmm, yeah, seems like a long shot. Uh, turning $1 into $100 in free bets is simple. All you got to do is place a wager on any draft day outcome, and you will be eligible to win $100 in free bets if a quarterback, and it seems like a foregone conclusion, is selected number one overall. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up for a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is letting you turn $1 into $100 in free bets. If a QB is selected first overall, 
tonight. Don't forget, enter code FTN during sign-up only. At DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, West Virginia, residents only, new customers only, winnings paid out in free bets. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. On this NFL Draft Day, numero uno, it's time once again for the Fade Five. Number five. And we're going to stick with the theme, all NFL draft props, and all five of my favorite NFL draft props. And let's start off with a man uh, where I have action that is a guaranteed loser already. <laughs> so I'm chasing on Justin Fields. I, I locked at a wager for him to go at number three overall. Well, that's unlikely to happen. Uh, I also locked at a wager a few weeks ago for him to go inside the top five. Yeah, that's probably going to fall by the wayside. His over-under right now is 7.5 in terms of overall pick, and I'm going to chase the under again here at minus 129. I just do not see Fields uh, staying on the board beyond the Detroit Lions, who are at 7. I think Miami could ultimately trade out that 6 spot. Same with Detroit out of the 7 spot. Somebody is going to leapfrog Denver and Carolina in my mind uh, to secure the services of the former The Ohio State Buckeye, as they should. He was number 2 last season, adjusted completion percentage at the FBS level. Uh, netted a 10.4 average depth of target had a 124 passer rating on Chucks in the intermediate range of between 10 and 19 yards, a 117.2 passer rating on long bombs beyond 20 yards. Uh, he's got the size at six foot three, 227 pounds. He's got the speed as well. Ran a 4-4-4 40-yard dash for a quarterback at his pro day. He's accurate. He's multidimensional. He's all fields in terms of his delivery. To me, Justin Fields is what Josh Allen is right now. Now, and he is a franchise cornerstone for the Buffalo Bills. So whoever gets him is going to count their lucky stars that they did because when the dust settles on this, we look 10 years back down the road. Trevor Lawrence, I think, is a surefire all-pro, and I believe that Justin Fields will be as well. So fade or follow under 7.5 overall pick at minus 129 for Fields. Who trades up to get him? Uh, I, somebody's trading up to get him. The real question is you talked about somebody trying to leapfrog Carolina and Denver. It's also possible that somebody just leapfrogs Denver, uh, yeah. and takes that spot at eight. And I think that's why the odds makers have this set at seven and a half. I'm going to follow you because I do think that he goes within the top seven. So obviously that would be, let's see, carry the one under seven and a half. <laughs> um, so I'm going to roll with you on this one. I think it's just a matter of who decides to jump up and grab him, um, and, and roll with a guy, as you said, that has all of these different analytics he's also got some of the eye test folks i mean we can talk all we want about the numbers but just watching him you see a quarterback that i think a lot of teams a lot of gms a lot of owners would be very excited to have on their roster uh maybe bill Bezelchek and the plus 200 right now no I, i don't want that happening get it done ryan pace Number four. All right, let's move on with another NFL draft prop. Uh, And this one is from our buddy Ross Tucker. Uh, He's got the Ross Tucker Podcast Network, does some stuff uh, for BetQL and RotoQL, uh, part of the Odyssey Network. And it's an odds boost, so you got to, you know, click on the top left-hand corner where it says odds boost on DraftKings Sportsbook's website, and you'll unearth this hidden gem. Uh, He calls it the big boy special. Uh, Penny Sewell. Rashawn Slater, Christian Derisaw, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, 
and also Landon Dickerson. If all of those big bodies go in round one, it's plus 150. And, Luddy, uh, I know you have taken you know part of this, uh, filling in for Senior Fun Buns here recently on the SiriusXM Fantasy Show. Uh, Faith that always uh, listen to it every single day, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on SiriusXM uh, and the Fantasy Channel. And all these guys have gone off the board. Uh, Dickerson was the last individual, and he went in our mock draft uh, to Pittsburgh at number uh, number 24. Even if the Steelers go running back there, I still think Dickerson is going to come off the board, you know, the most coveted center in this draft overall. And I think the other guys are surefire locks. So at plus 150, look, it's not the sexiest wager because it involves offensive linemen, uh, but those space eaters could score you some cash. Uh, and I'm getting seduced by the juicy. So thank you, Ross Tucker. I am all over this wager. Fade or follow? I'm doing it because of the juice. Um, that's actually the only reason I'll follow on this one. And I did fire off on this one when I saw it get posted up in the odds boost at DK Sportsbook. Um, I'm, I'm getting seduced by the juice on this one. But I do think, you know, we've seen, you know, what, what Brad, maybe 820 mock drafts, roughly, somewhere in that <laughs> yeah, range. Yeah, um, and I, I've seen ones that have Dickerson falling out mm. of excuse me, out of round one. I've also seen a couple where Derisaw is the one that is the question mark as to whether he falls into round one or not. So I think that's the reason they've got this set up with the juice. Obviously, the idea of all five of these guys going off the board. But I will say this. Fans, it may not be sexy, but your team needs a damn offensive line. So don't be mad if your favorite team goes with one of these guys because when you can find that offensive line, oh, they can mask a lot of challenges with a young and or questionable quarterback. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Denver. Yeah, well, that's true. And speaking of masks, uh, no Laramie Tunzel, please. No, none of those incidents, no gas masks. We need to cash this ticket. Number three. All right, moving on for another NFL draft prop uh, that is high on my list. Over or under, and I am on the lower side, the underside, five, five and a half trades involving round one picks, meaning 2021 round one picks tonight at minus 112. And the reason I, I mean, I don't see six trades happening. Uh, I think the under is going to come in comfortably here. And the fact that this is basically even juice on either side is remarkable to me. Uh, yeah, you could see uh, maybe a trade or two inside the top ten. You know, the latest rumor is that Sean Payton and the New Orleans Saints have been sniffing around to see what it would take to get inside the top ten. They may be looking at a, a specific defensive player, maybe the cornerback position, uh, rumored to be Caleb Farley, uh, maybe even J.C. Horn, who I think is the best and most decorated DB in this class because he's got the Kyle Pitts seal of approval. Pitts, of course, coming out saying, you know, in my college career I saw no – stiffer defender than J.C. Horn, and that is a ringing endorsement uh, that NFL GM should be paying attention to. But it, we're going to see some movement, I think, in the top 15, and maybe somebody else could trade in to the back half of round one, which is a typical move that we see in almost every single NFL draft. So you're looking at maybe three, four trades max. No way. I would be floored if we had a half dozen trades tonight it's not like kevin costner's the gm of all these teams lundy so fade or follow my under five and a half total trades involving round one picks tonight living in the land down under as you would do on your radio show on sirius yep. xm yes this is an under for me i think the max that there's going to be is four unless 
you know, I, is Bill Belichick got the dog sitting there at the computer <laughs> making the decisions? Inu making the clicks? Oh, that was great last year. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know whether that's going to happen or not. I, I think four is the max. And again, uh, you know, for those wondering, yes, remember, Brad said this is total draft day trades involving first round picks. So what has already taken place doesn't count, Counts. folks. Yep. Uh, we're talking only about the picks that are, are the trades that are going to take place today. Um, and I think that is actually what influences this. So I'm actually surprised, as you are, that this hasn't been juiced uh, at this point, that it's just sitting at a minus 112 on each side, because I do think this is a relatively easy one to make. I don't think there is going to be a half a dozen trades. Um, I think we're looking at a max of four. I think there are some teams that might surprise us and do one. So that's why, like, I originally thought maybe three, Brad. So I'm going four, just assuming that there's probably going to be something that we don't see coming. Maybe one of those late rounds, as you said, somebody that wants that fifth-year option on a particular guy. Um, but beyond that, no, I, I don't see us hitting a half a dozen. So this is an easy follow. No excessive wheeling and dealing. Poor Favor. Number two. All right, moving on with another NFL draft prop. Uh, the Denver Broncos uh, made a significant move yesterday, dealing a six-round pick. That's all it took to get Teddy Bridgewater away from Carolina. Uh, now is going to be locking horns with Drew Locke uh, for the you know services of being the number one starting quarterback uh, for this Broncos franchise. We think because, as Adam Schefter tweeted out yesterday, even though that move was made for Teddy B, uh, they could still be in the market for a signal caller at number nine overall. But I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, I think they're going to be satisfied with one of those two guys. Again, they can be you know plug and play and at least be decent. And you've got you know a pretty outstanding roster around you and some of the surrounding weapons with Noah Fan and Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler. That's not like the cupboard is bare uh, here in the Mile High City. So I think Denver goes defense in round one unless you know maybe they trade down and maybe still get a defender at plus 133 now you mentioned offensive line uh that is a position that is favored uh to be the first pick of the broncos at plus 200 but uh, i think micah parsons is a distinct possibility linebackers at plus 250 and I love J.C. Horn. And you got to remember, uh, you know, Vic Fangio is a defensive guy. He wants to bolster this unit in this draft. He has made it no known secret. Uh, and if the Broncos do go corner, it's plus 400. So if I'm Denver and I'm sitting there at nine, sure, offensive line is an area of need uh, that you can add another, you know, big ugly up front there to protect. Uh, likely going to be Teddy Bridgewater as your starter. But if you decide to zig uh, while others thinking you're zagging, I think J.C. Horn is the proper selection to fill that void in the secondary for this Fangio defense. So fade or follow the Broncos going defense with their first round pick at plus 133. So here's what's interesting on this one, Brad, is I think there's a reason that the offensive position is juiced to high heaven at minus 157. Um, this is what gets funny to me. If they stay at nine, I think they actually go offense. I think if they stay at nine, um, it could be because, you know, maybe Slater is still there on the board for them as an offensive lineman, et cetera. So what I'm probably going to do as we get closer to draft time, because the defensive position is juiced to plus 125, and I think there is a massive chance that the Broncos trade out of number nine. Um, they, it, George Payton came to the Broncos from the Vikings, where he was the assistant GM. Now he's the GM in Denver. The Vikings are known for trading backwards. I think it's in George Payton's DNA that he's going to want to go back. Uh, 
I think if they go back, they do wind up with a defensive player, and therefore you're covered at that plus 125, that nice juice in your favor. However, if they stay put, I think it's highly likely they go offensive linemen. And at a plus 200, what I'm probably going to do, Brad, is sprinkle a little money on both of those. Cover myself if it's an offensive lineman at plus 200. But then if it's not an O-lineman, they will absolutely go defense at a plus 125. And so either way, I'm getting plus odds. And so I kind of like the idea of maybe hedging my bet between those two, again, because of how juiced up the O-line is at plus 200. Put the D back in Denver, George Payton. Number one. Oh, and last but certainly not least, this was a wager that we featured yesterday on the pod, and it remains my favorite. Uh, Over one and a half running backs drafted in round one, and the odds boost still applies at DraftKings Sportsbook at plus 220. Five. And this may be counter to what is logical and reasonable in a lot of people's uh, you know, minds. Uh, why would you want to invest high draft capital in an easily replaceable position? Uh, but you look at this deep running back class and you've got the big three and then, you know, really kind of falls off from there with Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, and also Javante Williams out of North Carolina. I think you're going to see you know, at least two running backs go tonight off the board and maybe even a third. And if you look at the individual over-unders on a number of pick where these guys are going to go, Harris is at 24 and a half. I think it's going to be under. I think, you know, he could go to uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers at number 24, could go to Miami at number 18. Hell, there's even whispers uh, that the Arizona Cardinals are looking at going Najee Harris or Javante Williams at 16. And then Travis Etienne, uh, he's at 30. And a half. So, you know, a lot of value there. You got two lines right now that are sitting there in round one, and Williams is at 39 and a half overall. And I like the under on all three of them. So, uh, I think you will see two plowshares uh, go by the wayside tonight. More than likely, Harris will wind up. I think with uh, Miami at 18 or Pittsburgh at 24, uh, if Miami goes Harris at 18, I think the Steelers are going to be fine with ETN or Javante Williams as a consolation prize. So fade or follow, and I think you have followed me yesterday on this, over one and a half running backs in round one at plus 225, Lundy. I have been actually on this one for a while. Um, This is one that I jumped on. And not only that, but Brad, let me tell you this. If Najee Harris goes to the Steelers, your boy is going to be cashing a lot of tickets because (laughs) I've got I've got bets on uh, I've got bets on him going to the Steelers. I've got bets on the Steelers drafting a running back. So obviously, boom, boom. uh, If those two things happen, I've got a bet on the total of under uh, six and a half offensive linemen. I've got all kinds of them sprinkled around but yes i am with you on this one because i think two running backs off the board uh is a sure thing tonight i i I really do i know the nfl draft nothing's a sure thing but man my gut says that despite all of the rumblings of people that talk about don't use your first round pick on a running back etc etc i think there's two good uh of talent uh, tied into this running back class for there to only be one that gets taken. I think it's going to be a pair, and I think uh, it's going to wind up being an easy ticket to cash. Uh, and as you said, probably a ticket that we're cashing by the time we get to pick 25. Yeah, and areas of need. And, you know, they, they fill a uh, a box for all those franchises that I listed. Okay, uh, before we get out of here, we got other sports going on. Give me a bonus time selection in the NHL. 
Yeah, let's roll with the NHL. Last night, by the way, we went one and one in our featured, but I did successfully predict that uh, Ottawa as an underdog would wind up winning. And in fact, the underdogs last night, straight up, Brad, four and three last night. Uh, The underdogs were in hockey. And I think tonight is going to be somewhat similar. So uh, in particular, the one that I like, uh, I know that Calgary is not fantastic, but they are a plus 125 on the money line on the road, taking on Edmonton. Edmonton has had a lot of wins lately, but it's also been because their schedule as compared to other NHL teams, has been a cakewalk. They have been doing this thing where they play one or two games, then they've got four days off. I mean, there's, their schedule has been a gift to them so far. Tonight, they are actually playing uh, on a back-to-back where they've actually had to travel, and that's the first time they've done that since late March. Um, and so I think this could be a schedule win for Calgary, and at a plus 125, I'll jump on them on the money line to take out the Oilers. All right, a couple of quick rapid-fire selections in baseball. I like the over on Trevor Bauer, eight and a half strikeouts against Milwaukee. He's done this uh, in four of five starts this season. The Brewers, number three in strikeout rate on the year. And Steph Curry, over five and a half made threes at minus 120 uh, after that clunker of a game and embarrassment uh, that really, you know, the Warriors displayed against the Dallas Mavericks. I think they stormed back with a vengeance against the Timberwolves, a team that he had uh, seven made threes against in uh, the second meeting of the season against his franchise back in late January. He's been over this number in six of his last nine games, the sixth best matchup for a shooter, according to the advanced DVP tool available at FTNDaily.com and the T-Wolves, uh, yeah, dead last in three-point percentage D in the NBA. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review. Pour for four really helps out the show immensely. And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com for all of your fantasy sports and sports betting content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S to score a sweet subscription discount today and watch our NFL Draft show tonight starting at 7.30 p.m. Eastern again at FTNFantasy.com. And as always, feed or follow, that is up to you. Feed the noise.